Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Come through, queen. I wanna see ya come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come, come through, through Queen. This is episode 18. This is not the Plaza Hotel. On this week's episode of Come Through Queen, we are going to take a deeper look into the trailer for RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 2 and talk about the guest judges as well as the new twist that they threw in this year. We'll also talk about the cast announcements for Season 20 of The View as well as Whoopi's take and Paula proving she really does have friends. And this week we're joined by a special guest, Pishlarm. Y'all, y'all have met him before. And we're going to talk about the vacations of the Real Housewives. Of, co- of course, we'll end the show by crowning the freak of the week and the one true queen. So, hi, hi, Pishlarm. Hi, Pishlarm. How are I'm, you doing? I'm, Welcome back. Thank you for having me. I'm here to celebrate Luann's engagement. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> We're celebrating with a few bottles of wine tonight. Only three. Uh, the best Barton Goustier. <laughs> Thank you, Pishlarm, for bringing that. It tastes like vinegar. Oh my god. Um, so let, let's kick it off with uh, the RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 2 trailer. Did you guys both watch it? Yes. Yes. Okay, so uh, we surmise from this trailer, apparently the big twist is people are not lip-syncing for their life, they're lip-syncing for their legacy. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? All right, we don't, all right, we couldn't even figure out what it meant, like, we, we each had different understandings of it. So what I what I think it is is that a top two is chosen and a top or a bottom two is chosen. The top two are the ones who lip sync this time. Then the top one gets to decide which the top bottom two is voted off. Yeah, which like originally the trailer sort of makes it seem like everyone's voting, but I don't think that's the case. Which means that whoever is the better one of the bottom two is going to get kicked off every time unless they're friends with the, the winner. winner. Yeah. Yeah. Which sucks. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting because alliances will be more uh, important this season than any other season before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they had to sort of do a twist because, like, if they didn't, there's a couple people who everyone's sort of expecting to come out as the 
people who sort of deserve it more than others. Yeah. Like, I feel like people automatically think that Alaska and Katia deserve the win. Yeah. Um, and also, you, if you're interested, you could go check out uh, using google.com to find out who the leaked <laughs> final four are. Wait, it's... I, you would go to Reddit. Yeah, but like Google... But you get there through a hot website called google.com. Um, this is a really new, cool website. Yeah. So I think like the, the spoiler kind of shows like that this twist might not be completely fair. What do you mean? Like, oh, so oh, oh, who's oh. in the top four? Oh, well, yeah, we don't want to spoil anyone. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not saying any names, but if you're interested, go look into that. Regardless, it's more fair than teams. Yeah, definitely more fair, fair than, than teams. Teams yeah. was so dumb. The only good thing to come out of All-Stars 1 was Tammy Brown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Teleport me to Mars. Yes. The other big, uh, the big thing is the guest judges this season. So we have... Nicole Scherzinger, Graham Norton, Aubrey Plaza, Jeremy Scott, Ross Matthews, but most importantly, Raven Simone. Our first view RuPaul's Drag Race yes. crossover. <laughs> I, I would have wished it would be Joy Behar, but I don't think was she it, flies to the West Coast. Has Rosie Perez not been a Drag Race judge? Oh, maybe Rosie Perez has. Yeah, you're right. Ooh. You're right. I just seem to remember that her That sounds face. familiar. I think it's. it's I want, I want but I don't think she was. A, I don't think she was a sitting no. view panelist at the no, time. No, 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 no. no. This was. So this is the first time a sitting. It's like how only Republicans who are not currently holding office are denouncing Trump. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so only... What, a, what an analogy in, in this scenario. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg is Donald Trump. Mm. Okay, I think this is the perfect transition to the other big news of the week. Okay, so oh, we thought man. we were coming into the, this day with like thinking that we had an idea of who was going to be on the panel based on a screenshot of something. I mean, we've also been talking about this for weeks, yes. too. The Theories. View season 20 is coming September 6th, and today they made their big announcement of who is going to be on the panel next year. And it's everyone who is currently on the panel... So that's Candace Cameron Bure, Whoopi Goldberg, Joy Behar, Raven Simone, Paula Ferris. And then they're adding fan favorite, come through queen, friend in our head, Sarah Haynes. <laughs> and then And then And then they have two like second stringers. Yeah, which last last season they had six second stringers. Yeah. And none of them made it. Yeah, but this is Sonny Hostin and Jedediah Bia. <laughs> Bila. Bila. Um, but I have a theory about this. Yeah, I, you've been not telling me all day. I think that what they wanted to do was they intended on making Sonny and uh, Sarah, Jed and oh. Sarah all replace um, Candace, Paul, Paula, and Raven. Raven. But I think there was too much, too many rumors going on around the world. And, like, they didn't want to, like, get more negative press than they've been getting. I want to know what you meant by around the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, like radar a, online. I want to deep dive into that. <laughs> well, one of the rumors was about how um, Whoopi Goldberg hates Paula Ferris. Yeah. And was, like, calling for her to be fired. So, so Whoopi went on a Twitter rant. So, Brendan, give us some of the highlights. Contrary to what you might read in the blank... I do not run the ABC. I don't run ABC, nor do I own or produce. Not involved in hiring for The View, so don't send me your resumes. 
I'm not responsible for firing or moving people around or negotiating my coworkers' contracts. I like having a gig, and as much as I do rule the entire universe, I have enough to do in my life. So basically, she's she tweeted this this morning denying the rumors, and then Paula Ferris. This was before the announcement came out. Yeah. And Paula Ferris posted an Instagram picture of her and Whoopi smiling their faces off. And she said, end of season hashtag selfie with the incomparable Whoopi Goldberg. Also, these smiles aren't fake. At the View ABC XO. Well, I commented in the promotional photos they use announcing the new cast that Paul looks like she's like sm smiling through tears in her promotional photo. I feel like they just used her photo from last year. Maybe she was smiling through tears back then. Happy tears that and she got this gig. <laughs> and the sentiment is still there. Um, so my main takeaway is give Paula a peach. She no, you mean Sunny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always, like, say the wrong name on this podcast. When we, last week's episode, you were talking about every single housewife and referring to them as Hillary. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was referring to Dorinda, and I said Hillary. So. I think you said it was Phaedra, too. Okay. Um, but give Sunny, Sunny a, beach. a beach. Yeah. She's, like, really brought it, especially as a guest co-host. Always there when they need her. If y'all remember, she was the one who exposed Bethany Frankel. Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, I also have been exposing Jed online today. Oh, if my you God. you go search her tweets. Well, go to, or just go to Brendan's tweets, and he's going to read so many. I'm going to look at some of these. She has so many it. mean tweets about, like, Joy Behar and The View yeah. from, like, 2010. Um, one of the good ones was... I forgot what she, wait, let me, let me actually find it. She calls Joy Behar tacky at one point. Yeah. Well, it's been retweeted, so. Okay. <laughs> I'm just looking at it for my Yeah, opinion. check out Brendan's. Grossly unprofessional. About to tune into The View, hope I don't lose my breakfast. Oh, shut up. Although I do like her on the show, though. Same. <laughs> um, so, yeah. We're, well, one last thing on The View. Um, in late August. They are airing a primetime special at 10 p.m. The View, 20 years in the making. Prior, uh, like, members of the panel will be on this special, commenting is on 20 years. Is it hosted by Burger Walters? I think it is. This show is so canned, we will certainly be talking about this full <laughs> episode on the following Comfort Queen after that episode. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a lot like when they do the behind-the-scenes Housewives specials. Yeah. Like the OC season eight. Yeah, or like the hundred, not like the hundred episode specials too. I hope what they do, they drag out the guy from the control room who did the split screen between Elizabeth and Rosie. I don't think it's going to go in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's it for the news this week. So let's get into the Housewives. Uh, so we'll start with New Jersey. Okay. Um, so you guys both caught that, right? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> oh, yes. I, was, I was talking before we came on about how I don't like Real Housewives of New Jersey very much anymore. Yeah. It's so a that's, bold statement. That's your weak... Uh, the weakest link. The weakest link of the three franchises airing for you right now. For me, personally, it's the OC. You know, I don't know if I have a weakest link. I love them like they're each one of my children. Mm. But you have a favorite child, and that's new. But I have a favorite child, and that everyone has a favorite child, right? That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Dan's so not his mom's favorite child. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
we've now gone, we've embarked down a, a dark road, and I Sorry, don't know that's a if weird we'll statement. find our way back home again. Um, okay, so New Jersey, what were your thoughts, Dan? Um, so we got to see more of Siggy. Yeah. Like, not having to plan a, a party. Uh, she's talking to Jacqueline about, like, the kids... So her daughter oh, yeah, they go to that restaurant, and it's a BYOB restaurant. Oh yeah, and, and they're he, drinking at like noon. I have something to say about this. Mm-hmm. She pulled out the bottle and she said to Jacqueline, "Oh, you, oh, you don't really drink, do you?" Which I think was planned. You know, because certain people have been accusing Jacqueline of things on Twitter.com. Danielle Saab. Yes. <laughs> what did Danielle Saab say about? Calls Jacqueline? her an alcoholic. I feel like. She likes pills. I feel like. Oh my god! Oh my god! I hope the mic's allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, um, no. I, that does feel a little planned. Okay. Yeah, but it was a BYOB restaurant, which I love. Um, there's not many in New York, but there is one near my apartment. I'm mm. sure I understand. Oh my god. <laughs> that was Siri. Siri, Siri just yelled at me. A I'm male sorry. Siri. A male Australian. I like a male Australian Siri. Why do you hate women? Brendan, what is with your like weird like sociopathic questions? (laughs) Grill. Oh my god. Okay, so we're talking talking about wait, you you were talking about BYO restaurants. I want speaking of of my phone, I want Siggy's intro to be my ringtone now, I've decided. Uh, What is it again? Some people think I'm too much. They're absolutely right. I just wanted, oh, I oh you want it to be your ringtone. I want it to be my ringtone. <laughs> just that on no, repeat. I thought you you meant you wanted her intro to be your ringtone. Like, that's what, what your ring is. That's no, no, exactly no, what no, I no. said. I thought you wanted her intro, like what she says, to be whatever sound your phone makes when it currently rings. That's, what that's exactly <laughs> what oh I'm God. saying to you. Those are the words that I'm using. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Alright. Okay, let's get back on the train. We haven't even got okay, we're back at the restaurant. They're having a wine. They're having a day they're having a day wine at a BYO restaurant in New Jersey. But speaking of a day wine, during that they show a a flashback of Siggy on the fourth hour of the Today (laughs) Show with Kathy Lee and Oda. Oda. Uh, second housewives related show that Oda has appeared on. Yeah. She is uh, Canon. She's canon. She's an East Coast queen. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else happens? Uh, Why were they bringing up... They were bringing up that her Today Show appearance because she want to give an intervention to, to Teresa, Teresa about because whether of, she's being cheated on or something? Yeah. Like, because she's, like, familiar with the tabloids and... Yeah, so she's a relationship also, expert since she was oh, eight yeah. years old. And she's yeah. planning on going in with Teresa to, like, talk to her, which everyone in the world is like, this is a horrible idea because we've watched how many seasons of this show and Teresa hates talking yeah. about that kind of stuff. But we'll see what happens. We'll see uh, what happens. So then there's also a clip, uh, a flashback of... Another flashback of Teresa checks in just to show you queens out there who deny it. Teresa checks in as canon. Yes. What was the flashback of? It was um, It was uh, Gia's eighth grade dance. How Teresa oh, yeah. would be there. She sent her flowers and yeah. Joe's like, I don't know how your mom did it, but oh, she got you flowers. So well. <laughs> yeah, what an accent you got there. <laughs> um, so... Teresa goes into the city to narrate her book. Oh yeah, to record the audiobook. Yeah. 
really serious question. Do you think that Teresa Judice is illiterate? She was having serious <laughs> problems. She was getting emotional. No, I, I don't. I don't think she can read. No. So what do you think? She had an earpiece of someone saying the words. I think she was sounding them out phonetically, but oh she didn't actually goodness. understand the meanings of the words that she was saying in the book that she read. Well, that's an interesting <laughs> take. I want to hear the actual audiobook. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually curious about that more. Like Alex read the the physical book, and we have that in the library of uh, library of Alzheimer's literature. <laughs> One thing she said during it, she was like, "It's like." She was explaining the title. She's like, it's turning tables because I'm like going through a new moment in my life. And then she's like, and then some people like remember like yeah. when I flipped the table. Yeah. She has the same accent as Joe apparently. Um, also, they like made a big deal about the promotional, I don't know, about the, the cover that they chose, which happens to be one of Teresa's promotional pictures from like three seasons ago. Oh, yeah. Which is a fun fact. She's because so lazy. She's so lazy and stupid. Well, no, well they I, had to get the cover ready before she was out of jail. <laughs> she's worthless. Oh, my God. Uh, so then, oh, my God. We talked about this earlier in the day or night, uh, but there were so many scenes of the Gorga kids misbehaving with Joe. There was three separate scenes. You guys, I that. think they that, kept cutting back to them washing that dog yeah, in the sink for I ages. I think that Melissa trained her children. They were like, look at Melania. She is the star yeah. child of the franchise. You need to do that. But it's so unnatural. Like It's like, mom, where's mom? Like <laughs> I did like when Antonia, though, she like screamed for like a minute, just like the word mom. Like, yeah, but they, like so not genuine. Either Gino or Joey Jr. just screams like "Make me dinner, you big girl" or something like that to, to Joe, which was chilling. Which was chilling. Oh my god. Um, what else? Uh, there was also a scene with Dolores talking to her daughter Gabby, and like she, unlike Kathy Lockheely wants her children to leave New Jersey to go yeah. to, like, for college. She's oh, like, yeah. get out of New Jersey, get out. See, this is why I like Dolores. Yeah, she's, she's very grounded. I think she's grounded. probably a good mom. And she's beautiful. She's beautiful. <laughs> the most beautiful? The most beautiful woman I've ever seen. With someone with some sex? <laughs> a platonic ideal of female beauty for Brennan. <laughs> um, a few last things. Chris Larita's popcorn company? Uh, it's like so. I feel like so irresponsible to keep on trying to like create these businesses from scratch. But I'm sorry, he, Daddy. What was it? Colonel. Little Colonel. I feel like Chris Larita really feels at home at a trade show. Like, I know he always talks about a trade like, show. Trade shows. I. The first time you met Jacqueline in Las Vegas, do you think he was at a trade show? Yeah, she was a cocktail waitress. He probably went to a trade show. And yeah, he had a dinner, and he was out on the town, and he oh met a cocktail God. waitress, and the rest was history. I want to go to a trade show with him. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> sure you do. Yeah, you want to be the next Jacqueline. <laughs> yeah. Jacqueline number three. Um, do you guys remember Siggy's confessional look? It was very like British barrister, like judge. There was like a. It was black and white with a poofy... Like, literally, whenever I watch Siggy, all I can see is her voice, even though you hear voices. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see oh that guy. <laughs> wow. Um, what else? Oh, the, what was so weird was that, like, uh, rock-climbing lady 
where each mother and child arrived, like, it appeared to be a different hour. Mm-hmm. Like, first Teresa got there, and then... They also presented it as if, like, oh, our daughters are all around the same age. Let's get them together. They were all different ages. Yeah. Am I hallucinating this, or was Teresa in, like, heels or wedges or something, rock climbing? I don't remember the wedge, but she did show off her ankle bracelet for the first time wearing (laughs) the skinny jean during the rock climbing. I liked that. Um, like that look. But yeah, they were An ankle bracelet? (laughs) A prison-issued ankle bracelet. (laughs) Uh, But but yeah, it's like a 10-year-old... A 13-year-old. And, and like an 18-year-old. No, 20-year-old, I want to say. Well, no, she hasn't gone out to college. No, she, no, she has. Oh, she it's has. It's you're thinking of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. They all sort of were the same height, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying Frankie is a petite gentleman? <laughs> no, Frankie wasn't there. Though he was on Watch What Happens Live with his mom afterwards. And, and, and he was being such a creep. Was disgusting. Yeah. He should be ashamed of himself. Oh my god. I wonder if he's still with his younger boyfriend, too. Oh, the guy that the... They announced it, like, months ago. Tabloids. Yeah, the tabloids, yeah. Um, should we talk a little bit about Melania? (laughs) Melania, (laughs) Melania. Oh my god, we just watched this. Uh, Melania has a YouTube channel. It's amazing. She is a makeup YouTube star. She is a, she is, yeah. a health and beauty <laughs> celebrity. Um, what's the girl's name? Ingrid Nelson. Better <laughs> watch the Mich- throne. Michelle Pham. <laughs> Michelle Pham better watch the throne. Because um, so like we learned some skills such as just taking some <laughs> concealer and then just rubbing it all over your face. Also, call every single one of your beauty project products bronzer. bronzer. There's, powder bronzer. There's powder bronzer. There's powder bronzer. <laughs> Um, there was also a video that you didn't watch, but it's oh, yeah. her and her friend. They order wigs from Amazon, oh, and it's just them trying on wigs. This is what I don't understand. This is a family in crisis that <laughs> owes so much money, and they have a wig budget. Well, she apparently she has free access. Island. She has free access to Amazon.com. At one point, she looked at herself in the screen and she said, "I look like a freak." <laughs> oh my god! Literally, you. Um, <laughs> Let's see, what else? Oh, Ashley Holmes says Tree 2.0 is a publicity stunt. I've never liked Ashley more. Oh! Oh, I, you, oh, 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 you're saying that? <laughs> I agree with, I agree with Ashley Holmes, and I, I like Dan, her. I think Peach Lord was in Dan's bad year or something. Yeah, I know, like, <laughs> what he, everything he says is, like, being translated incorrectly by my brain. Um, no, but I, I was thinking about, like, how Teresa hasn't seen Ashley in how many years, yeah. Do you think she even recognized Ashley? Oh. Oh. Come on. <laughs> We're winning. We've been FaceTimes. Wow. Um, so, oh my god, wait, one thing. Did you guys see the commercial uh, during New Jersey uh, for Manzo with Children? I love Caroline's new look. Oh. I love that little, it's like a back, it's like that slick, it's kind of familiar about slick back look. From New Year's Eve. Yeah. yeah, it's sort of like um, it's like a Mia Farrow sort of Annie <laughs> Lennox, but slipped back. It's very strange. It's like I a love post-apocalyptic, yeah. like general in like some war. I feel like general in <laughs> some war. Oh my god! I will never watch Man's Out with Children, but I love that haircut. I know. Yeah. Well, I, I want to see like a clip of it in action. Just well, like, I'm gonna watch the Dolores episode. Okay. Uh, is there anything else? For New Jersey? No. 
Like Joe and Chris, like Chris is sad. Joe is not oh, friends with him I anymore. I sort of or did like that. I, don't know, I, I know. Like, I thought that would be up your alley. Yeah, Chris is like sort of sad that Joe didn't appear at Envy or Guilt or whatever it's called. Yeah, and guilt. And <laughs> then I don't know. They they're making plans to meet up in the future. Two brothers in arms. And next week there's a fight. Next yeah. week there's a fight. So they're not I thought that fight was going to come much later. Actually. Yeah. We're only on episode five. Uh, so let's take a little. Coast to coast plane to the OC. Yes. (laughs) I love the OC. So, so my notes don't really like follow the plot points of this episode. Uh, It's kind of just my observations. Shannon Shannon was wearing a Cut Fitness shirt, Mm -hmm. and they had an exterior shot of Cut Fitness after one of Tamara's lesbian training sessions with Mm her uh, Jesus trainer. (laughs) Lesbian Jesus trainer. But you got, you got flashback pictures that the Mia, the trainer, the Jesus trainer, was a, like, former Miss Olympia or something. She was, like, a, a professional female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Tamara said she brought her out of uh, retirement. Which, isn't that, like, usually the plot of, like, Rocky? Yeah. Like, they and always bring the trainer out of retirement. <laughs> that's what I want. It was like they were having a FaceTime consult with a woman who was designing Tamara's, like, bikini, and then there's also, like, a theme costume look. Mm. And they were saying something about Ice Princess, and it was going to look like Elsa from Frozen, and then it shifted to a, a surfboard. Oh, my God. I, Tamara, Tamara fascinates me. She's boring this season. Yeah, she's the least She always So she always manufactures, like, a storyline for herself. Like, uh, I'm finding Jesus and getting baptized yeah. this year or mm-hmm. something. But then she inevitably has some sort of weird breakdown yeah. and just becomes evil. And yeah, I just yeah, wait yeah. for the evil to shine through. Yeah. All right. I, I thought a brilliant thing that Tamara did was align with Gretchen that one season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Herself. yeah. And when they showed up at the reunion dressed as each other, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Tamara is the smartest person yeah. on reality television. No, that's a bold statement. She's pretty dumb. Um, <laughs> I have some comments on Heather. Number one, on the car ride to the flight at 4 a.m., Heather was, like, incredibly done up. I was shocked. Like, she, she got she got up three hours earlier. She either got up three hours earlier or just never went to sleep. I like, it was in, insane. Oh, yeah, we have a, I forgot we have a Heather DeBro stand in the house. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> true Heather DeBro. Heather DeBro stand is called Eyebrows. Eyebrows. Strong brows. <laughs> Strong brows. <laughs> um, but that was a negative comment. I do have a positive comment. The dinner she was at with Megan where she was wearing that salmon dress, I, I think was the she, most beautiful she's ever looked. I agree. I thought they both looked great in DC. Yeah. I felt sorry for Heather that she had to spend so much time with Megan. Yeah. Who seems insufferable. Megan is giving a speech about cancer, about the fact that like her husband's ex-wife died of colon cancer and she couldn't even sneak in a good dig about Vicky faking cancer last season. Like, oh my God. it would have been oh such God. a natural... Event. Yeah. The cancer That's what I want is for her to be like, all of you actually Ooh. had cancer, unlike some people, and just get in the dig. Like, Megan... Megan, Megan lacks, the, like, the cleverness. She always thinks that she's clever in interviews, yeah. but she doesn't have the spite to make her, like, a good... Yeah. What happened to that stepdaughter that, like, looked up to her last season? Ooh! Ooh! 
The one who like was not nice to her mother who was Haley dying. Right. Yeah. I feel like she came off looking real bad last season. And just, just like, to go yeah. Sort of like what Durin, she and Dorinda's daughter are I was about to camp name together. Her also, I was thinking about her yeah. when I did the same Oh, I don't think Hannah came off badly. Really? Maybe it's just like my Dorinda. That's a that's that's is all like a lot. That's a hot take. She's also like a lot on uh, Snapchat, but I still follow her. Yeah, I does like she that. still have those eyebrows? Yeah, I liked those eyebrows. Yeah. Just eyebrow a bold, a bold brow and a bold lip. Um. So then, I, the only other thing that really interests me was the lunch between Kelly and Shannon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and then like, Megan always has like a little investigative journalism going on. Like last season she did all the investigation. This season like she was like had her ears perked up listening to like uh, Shannon's stage direction of her two minions. Her mom her mom and her she had her mom out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um planting Jackie and Nina to attack yeah. Kelly Dodd. So that's the whole question. Did Shannon plan it? And uh, there was a little Wash Rabbins Live episode with Jenny Poulos oh, and Kelly Dodd, and it was the most insane. It was so insane. Have you, have you seen, because I know the OC is your least favorite child, have you seen the TMZ video of Kelly Dodd going on a drunken racist rant? I, yeah, we talked about it on yeah. this podcast. Yeah, we talked Thanks about it on this podcast. Less than <laughs> but Kelly Dodd is the worst person in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Get her out of here. Um, I liked the Jenny Poulos thing. It reminded me a lot of when Kat from DC was yes, on the, exactly yeah. the Countess. And Which is the best episode ever. Best episode ever. Wasn't having it at all. That's why they should have given Kat another franchise. Yeah. Like, move, let her, move her to somewhere. Let ladies her join of the London. Ladies of London or something. I don't watch that show, but let her do it. Or she joined Potomac. <laughs> I don't think. But like that's like in driving distance. Yeah, I don't think she lives in DC anymore because mm-hmm. her husband broke up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She Are went you did... back to London. Uh, do you guys have anything else to say about OC? Just the the Shannon and Kelly thing <laughs> was like <laughs> weird and insane because they're both coming from such different places. I I'm usually like a defender of all things Shannon, but she said something really weird. That that what? weird. She at some point just sort of like hoots out of nowhere, like <laughs> you looked Indian. Yeah. I think she was trying to say, like, you don't look like you weren't dressed for a 70s theme party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You looked, like, Native American. American. Yeah, yeah, But it ended up coming off really strange and a little offensive and yeah. not Shannon's, like, cutest look. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when she's riled up, it's hard to she's contain got a lot of, She's got a lot of thoughts. Yeah. Oh, she another thing. Kelly's... It, Shannon impression during Watch What Happens Live was, was mortifying. Terrible. And she kept on, I thought it was good. She kept on yelling it, and this is you come from such a different planet. <laughs> oh, no, no, actually, actually, Alex was the one who said it was good, and I was like, yeah, actually, it is good. I she said. she kept on yelling it like in Jenny's face, who like she didn't know how to like read Jenny's body language yeah. at all. And Jenny's body language was just saying like get. Get, get away out, from get away. I think it's so weird how these like other reality people have like these friendships, specifically the OC housewives. Yeah. Like Jeff Lewis and Jenny Poulos, and then Heather McDonald, who I yeah. was talking about earlier, she's friends with all of them too. Yeah. Like real friends. She was at uh, Heather's groundbreaking. Yeah. Newport, has, uh, Newport Beach has to be like a very, very small place. My mom one time tried to sneak into the hospital at Newport Beach with me. City of Hope? Yeah, because my sisters were born there, so we she tried to show me the maternity wing, like, in 2009, and we go up, and, like, people ask you when you're in a hospital, like, 
We were here to see, so we left. We ran away. Um, you should have just said Brianna Culbertson because right now it's a 50 50 chance. She's she has a residency there. there. She's got a residency. Oh, poor Bree Bree. I want to send, I'm going to just cold send a 1 800 flowers to City of Hope to Brianna and hope that it gets to her. Oh my god. They'll hold it for her until she's back in again. So I want Brianna. You said that you're going to buy an edible arrangement for her. I want to buy an edible arrangement for Samantha B. Oh. But I would, buy, I, would, I, thought it was I would buy. I thought I would buy an edible arrangement for Brianna. All right, so Big Brother. Jim <laughs> was walking, wanting to move on from that. Don't want to talk about what we've seen. Um, not that there's like a ton to say about Big Brother. Like, there, uh, Michelle is like not a well person. Like we were like so excited for her last week, and then like she had a mental breakdown because she hit someone. What was the hashtag? Yeah. Sad news. Sad news. Um, and then, like, if, if Mama Day gets rooted out this week, I might be done. I won't be as enthused. She's. I mean, I thought I was going to be rooting for Nicole, then Day, but now it's yeah. only Day. And Nicole, I'm sorry, done. My frustrating thing about watching Big Brother, and I forget it every year, is that it. I always think that there's a group of, like, interesting women that will band together and no. vote off the d-bags and it's always just like the women get picked off one by one because there are a couple of awful ones like nicole that defect over with the bros mm -hmm. the bros just say like racist homophobic sh like shit and then it's the end of the season yeah um, but this season for i really thought that the women were gonna band together yeah and that there's no hope of that anymore but mama day might have the return ticket if you remember Oh yeah. So she could she could potentially get voted out and come directly oh. back. So we'll see. Yeah. Stay tuned. Um, so that brings us to New York. We're back on the oh no God. no bada bees yacht. It's Luann's beautiful beautiful engagement party. She is girlish. She is happy. <laughs> she is like a, a just a young budding flower in the in prime of her youth and not a. 53-year-old cigarette woman soaked in gin. Why, she's 53? I, uh, cigarette woman? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is acting like she is at her junior prom, not even her senior prom, like swanning no, around the She's the sophomore yacht. invited by the uh, senior. She's oh like... My, this is a pro Luann home. <laughs> this is not a pro Luann home. is a, a gin-soaked husk of a woman oh that's, like, God. wandering around pretending like she has any business being, like, girlish or excited about okay, it. Okay, Dan, let her Dan, be happy. Dan, jump in and defend your woman. Defend your woman. <laughs> Wait, we're back on the Bottomies boat. We're back on the no. Bottomies <laughs> Thanks to Luann. <laughs> Sorry. She brought us here. She brought us we together. Were, we, Thank God. We were in the doldrums. We were in the doldrums of Bethany's Bethany vagina. Bethany was bleeding out Luann, Luann pulled us back into a good place, and I should give her credit. Yes. We were saying that, like, this season started out so strong, then we had the Berkshires, and then, like, then we were bleeding. There was a big fart bleeding for, like, five or six episodes. Yeah. So um, we're back on the, what's it called? The Bottabee? No, no Bottabees. <laughs> I'm sure that's like a pun, but I don't get it. Oh, it's did like, um, used to be from that far. But I think it's, did you know, there were a couple of shots of the yacht owner who owned the No Bada Bees yacht. Her Kimberly name was with an IE. Kimberly with an IE, and she was a sight to behold. Yeah. I was curious to see, like, what man there she was associated with. Yeah, her extensions were Ramona brand extensions. Yeah. 
So we are um, thrown into this party. In another age, Sonia and Tom would have been considered lovers. Oh. That's what Carol, <laughs> Carol said. said. <laughs> <laughs> and Luann took co- or Sonia took comfort in that. Yeah, she's like, yeah, like, we were lovers. That's how, like, in another age, gay men who were together used to call each other lovers. I okay. thought roommates. Partners. <laughs> um, so like the, Sonia, Ramona, and Carol are holed up in a room for a while, but eventually they like join the party, and then Palm and then, Beach socialites. Yeah, so Ramona's on the hunt for a man, and like one of them like just comes like attacks her, and and he's like oh, like, da, da, da. and and then Sonia says, uh, or, or maybe it was Ramona. We don't need a resume on this one in terms of like whether or not, because they were trying to suss out who was gay and who was straight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I liked when Ramona was trying to say hello to Tom. And she peeked around the corner. And she's like, good evening. <laughs> good evening. It reminded me of that photo of Kim Kardashian peeking out of a bush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I did want to say, like, around this time when Ramona was shrieking good evening, I noticed that I was enjoying Carol this episode because she was without Bethany. Well, yeah, that's what we've sort of been saying. Yeah, we've been saying like, for many weeks, many episodes. Carol's so much more pleasant without Carol. Carol's skill set is like being very sort of like polite and gracious at the event, and then giving really, really, really great like one-liners in the talking head interviews. Mm. And I feel like when Bethany is around, she stops being polite at the actual event itself, and that's you know where she goes wrong. I think I'm sort of. I think she's like better when she's by herself with all those women because she can then be like, ah, I'm the normal one. I'm yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. Like the I still think her confessionals are a little like pre-written. Like they don't seem that. Oh, much. they're obviously pre-written. I know, but that's why I'm not like into like it used to be less that her first few seasons. And now everything's like, ooh. I feel like she had something <laughs> she had something entertaining that didn't sound pre-written that she was just like, I'm excited to see the train wreck that is going to be these three women that have all slept with this like, oh grocery God. store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's where she's like, that's where she's good. And it's not with Bethany around. And yeah. Wait, did you guys notice the part, the earlier part of the party, where it's... Dorinda and Jules talking to a man. Yeah. And the man is obviously hitting on Jules, mm-hmm. and like Jules keeps on saying something oh, like, oh, he needs Sonia. He needs Sonia. And then Dorinda turns to Jules and says, maybe he needs you, I or think something need, like that. I, I think he needs you. I have a theory that Jules was already separated when this party happened. I think she had to have been. Well, also, like, all the women reveal that Jules. Like her marriage was on the rocks before they started filming, and they knew it. Oh well, yeah, Bethany revealed that on her like radio yeah. show, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, but like it's becoming like she's caring less and less about Shelly. But like mm-hmm. Dorinda was like drunk, so Dorinda was like telling the truth. Were you listening to that phone call with Michael? Yeah, that was tough stuff. Oh yeah, when he was like not with the children for she all of this vacation. Yeah, yeah. she left for the vacation. He dropped the kids off with his parents and then just fled and to the part, nanny to parts unknown and the yeah. nanny to that weird house in long not long island fire where was it where was it the hamptons yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, but jules did and i know this is also a pro jules home but jules did my least favorite thing which is talk in patronizing spanish to uh like a help worker when she was talking to the nanny she was like donde estan los chicos that. yeah uh, uh, 
every well ev- we saw that when sh- she hired the person yeah who came over to their house a few episodes ago yeah i won't our defend, I won't defend, defend that our our no and there's always like always one of them will do it a season and it always yeah. like, aggravates me She's only, we're only a pro Jules house because we ran into her at Stonewall. <laughs> and she's our sister. She's our sister. And she's um, our sister. Uh, they, sh- they finally showed the flashback that, like, the Reddit freaks dug up of Tom during season one mm-hmm. or two of yeah. New York. And I made the comment that he looked like such a dweeb back then. And he looks like more of a man. Yeah, and we got to see Joni, who we haven't seen in oh years. Oh my gosh, Joni. Joni's my favorite, my favorite friend of a housewife. Also, my one of my favorite scoops that we aired on this podcast. Oh yeah, Joni and I don't talk anymore, and she's dating a man who's <laughs> half her age. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that, that was like one of our first episodes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dig dig deep into the archives of Come Through Queen for more on that. Um, but also. Di- Kind of, the party kind of had the vibe of like a swingers party like that old man like hitting on Sonia and like she's like oh like I thought you were with that woman and he's like well now I'm here with you the party was a uh, there was it was a beautiful disaster there was the scene of Ramona dancing by herself oh and then it would cut to Jules and Dorinda the Bar. No, Fandango shots. What does that mean? Do you know I'm what that look means? It up. Isn't that like where you go for your movie tickets? Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> it was like, kept, she, it was, I think it was Dorinda that just kept like screeching out Fandango as Jules poured liquor onto a tabletop and partially into a glass. And yeah. They were little. Well, that's up. how they, they pour in a bar. But, like, but usually you try to get it all the liquid into the glasses, and it was just... Uh, yeah, and usually they, there's like way. a grate or something underneath the bar, so it works out. Alright, I googled Fandango shot, and I'm only getting things about movies. Okay. Well, funny enough, I went to a movie on Sunday, and we... <laughs> Florence Foster Jenkins. <laughs> mixed in Kettle One and Sprite. What movie did you... Oh, that shark movie? The shark movie. Oh, like Lively. Like, attacked yeah. by a shark. The Shallows. Um, Dorinda's toast might have been the drunkest we've ever seen. Beautiful. I wanted to like watch it on loop. Actually, everyone in the room was like, "We have no idea what what she said." My sister texted me and said, "I have no idea what she just said." Crying, laughing emoji. Crying, laughing emoji. Which also that. That is one of my favorite Bethany moments ever when Dorinda comes up drunkenly and says something and then it cuts to Bethany in an interview saying Dorinda said in like Swahili. Yeah. I don't know what dialect that was. Dorinda did tweet something acknowledging it while we were watching it. It was like, oh, I have one of these moments every season. <laughs> she rides the martini train, but she got up in the morning fresh as a day. Yeah, she's a morning person. It's like how Sonia does, you know? Uh, if, I feel like show, Sonia just disappears into a hole for like hours and hours and hours also was, I, she's was, never out of bed yeah but remember in Atlantic City she like popped right up after she oh yeah she doesn't, so he doesn't get hangovers she just like maintains whatever she needs to maintain <laughs> um, she starts drinking in the morning so we get eventually to Miami we all have to like pay our respects to Bethany and go kiss her wait but first you forgot something you forgot a fight you, and you forgot Maybe I was just trying to move past it. <laughs> you forgot you you did the investigating here. Oh. The moment that you like noticed that none of us didn't oh. rewound it. Oh my god, yes! I can't believe I skipped this. Okay, so right after Dorinda gives her speech, pause the camera, you can see Marisol Patton sitting Marisol. next to Luann. 
And like, just briefly, there's she, no... she like pats Dorinda on the back or something yeah. like that. There's no uh, title card saying who this woman is, no identification, none of the wives acknowledge her as an aerosol. She is an extra in this episode. She was on three seasons of a Bravo show and they couldn't But she was on two seasons of that Bravo show only because of her mom. They would have not brought her back. Worth it. Worth it still. I feel like Andy Cohen did her dirty. Yeah, like, show her the respect she deserves. Show Mama Elsa the respect that... Or show Marisol the respect that Mama Elsa deserves. Exactly. So, Dan, you wanted to zoom... Beyond the Luann Ramona thing. Well, I mean, they were fighting. I don't know what else there is to say about it. They were both wrong. Well, Sonia has a lot of feelings because she's been friends with benefits for ten years. Well, Which we did she the developed math. some. She developed some feelings for Tom. We did the math, and it completely makes sense because ten years is like fresh into twenty sixteen when this was filming, and she and her husband divorced in two thousand eight. So we discussed the fact that, like, it could be a Bethany situation that her divorce took a long time. But I think she was still in court with her husband, like... In season four. Like, yeah. just the past few seasons. So, the 10-year time... It's murky, it's murky. really doesn't make a ton of sense. But, you know, I mean, like, Sonia still talks about her yacht. So, yeah, you never know. She, like, she doesn't have a good grasp on time. She's rounding up from, like, seven... Yeah. Seven to ten. <laughs> okay, so... Well, I, I, I was zooming ahead because the, the, the line that I thought was really funny was when they were like all like getting their rooms and then Sonya was saying how one room has like a really big TV and was trying to push Carol into that room and Carol's like, I don't watch TV and Sonya's like, I'll just put on CNN. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we get to the dark... The dark part of this episode. The dark part. Bethany, so excited to bring this news to everyone. Bethany was trying to pretend like she was distraught or upset about it, and she could barely contain her. Yeah, I know. She was was so excited to ruin the man's life. Like, trying to hide that grin. Also, she, like, very much outed, outed. um, It's been implied and talked about in the past a little bit, but she talked about Luann's relationship with her ex. Yeah. And called it... No, you had a very European yes. relationship <laughs> with Alex. Oh, my God. Yeah, so apparently, just this past Wednesday, and <laughs> in the episode, we're on a, we're in a Saturday. It was yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Uh, apparently, there's photographic evidence of Tom making out with a Playboy or Playboy... Or Playboy Bunny or Playmate. Playboy Bunnies don't exist anymore, so I think it's Playmate. At the Regency Hotel. The Regency Hotel on a Wednesday night for an hour. Where Carol and Ramona ran into Tom once. Yeah. And... Actually, I liked that little bit of information because I like thinking about the fact of Carol and Ramona hanging out outside of the show. Outside of filming. Yeah. Yeah. I do have to I want them to be the BFFs. Yeah. But, like, Carol doesn't respect Ramona. I know, but... Carol doesn't respect Ramona, and Bethany will wedge her way into that and, and keep it from ever turning into something great. I, I love Bethany, but Bethany like, just sort of posted up in that bed in a caftan, like, delivering uh, bad news to everybody. Oh my god. It was a, a lot. Like Alex McCord delivering the message. She's, She's a messenger. <laughs> she is just... I am a messenger. From the anonymous person that texted her a picture of Tom making out with a playmate. So that's where we end. We so we have 
I guess this is, a, this is a good point to mention that all these shows, OC, New Jersey, New York, two-week hiatus. Yes. Tune in for the Olympics instead, I guess. Uh, and we will be taking a break next week since none of our shows will be on. And Dan will be in P-Town, so... Yeah, I'm going to be on vacation. The shows will be on vacation. And... Our nation's heroes will be contracting Zika virus in Rio. Yeah, and... <laughs> Now's the perfect time to talk about <laughs> vacations. Um, so, so we're going to talk about all the different vacations from like the major cities. Um, I think we should start with the one of the weaker ones, which would be OC. Okay. Yeah. So we have Puerto Vallarta, Tahiti, Bali, Costa Rica, San Antonio. What do you guys have to say about any of these? Trips. Wait, I really liked one of them. Oh, Puerto you don't even know which one. <laughs> Puerto Vallarta, because we got delays, we right? got on delays. We got this is what we watched in um it was in the this season eight behind special, the yeah. scenes thing about yeah. how like Vicky, Tamra, and uh, Lydia like basically just like ran off mm-hmm. by themselves and the crew was chasing them yeah. like through the streets of. This place. A twenty minute walk through like Puerto Vallarta. This was also the um, this was also the one where Heather didn't want to interact with the stripper, so she went and hugged the producer. Yeah, and Vicky pees on Tamara's bed. Yes. Yeah. My so there is an ongoing theme in two of these vacations, which is the housewives of Orange County being attacked by monkeys. There was the Costa Rica trip where they were feeding monkeys, and that's when Vicky said, won't it be sad when one of us dies, oh my which God, is just the best thing in the world. I randomly remember that yesterday, and I found the gift, and I just watched it over and over. Could you send me that gift? Probably. And then the other one, they were in, when they were in Bali, like, there, I think, was an extended scene of Shannon Bedore having monkeys climb all over mm, her, which yeah, is just yeah. the best. And then, also, I, I left this out, but they also had that the skiing trip which was Vancouver. to Vancouver, Whistler, where... Vicky has Vicky's never been with multiple partners. Yeah. You are a piece of trash! And we actually, um, going back to Porta Vallarta, I don't know what I'm saying, we think. Um, Hillary on Facebook said that that is the best OC. Um, Interesting. Oh, best OC. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best OC one. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, no? I, I really like hey. that trip to Vancouver. But it was it wasn't like a lengthy trip. It was just like one episode. I feel like, right? Yeah, but Vicky's screaming. <laughs> That's true. That is pretty iconic. I just um. like whenever Vicky calls someone filthy. <laughs> God, and she like she newly had her like it was like her new face. Yeah. Oh, it hadn't settled yet. Uh, so we have New Jersey. We have Napa, Lake George, Punta Cana, Italy, and Tuscan. And a few of these like blend together a little bit for me. Did you say Tuscan instead of Tucson? <laughs> yes, I did. Just checking. Tucson. Tuscan, you would have made Tus- sense. Tuscan, Tuscan, Italy. So the Tuscan region. Napa, Napa was the one where they were. Um, where they were, Joe received the phone call. Yeah, but yeah. before that, they all got into RVs by family. Yeah. And they like traveled and camped, and they were camping. So oh, it was yeah. the saddest like parking lot in front of like I like that vacation a bay yeah and like they brought this is when they started bringing Greg Bennett along because they realized that he's like good TV mm-hmm. um yeah and then they're in the vineyard 
And everyone hates each other at that point. It's like Caroline's yeah. birthday, but everyone hates each other, but they still go. Yeah. So, a, a very good friend of mine got married at the place where they went in Lake George. Ooh. So, like, the room where that first okay. fight was well, was yeah. where the wedding reception was. That was an iconic. Wait, I thought that place was literally, like, a therapy center. No, that's that's a hotel. <laughs> And Dr. Jen or Dr. Called, Viv or whatever Yeah, it it's called the Inn at Erla West or some shit. It's like a hotel on Lake George, and there's like a big hotel portion of it with a ballroom where oh you can God. have a wedding. And then there are like cabins on the lake. Some great investigative reporting. Oh that's not like a therapy <laughs> session. I don't know who those therapists were, but they were because like Because they people. arrived, and the people who seemed to be the people who owned it also seemed to be the therapists. Oh, and they did the... It was like a... a like weak-willed man from the Finger Lakes who, like, trudged yeah. into this, like, the hotel to get them. Well, yeah. then they had to bring the big guns in and bring in that Dr. Jen and then Caroline. <laughs> oh. But that was my favorite New Jersey then, um, just because I've been there. Teresa and Joe, like, hook up in the bathtub like Tamara and Eddie did, like, <gasps> a season before. Oh, that's gross. Which, you missed out on New Jersey this week, the yoga. Teresa oh, yeah, we skipped over that. that. So gross. Oh, yeah, he mounted uh, her. So gross. He mounted her from behind. Um, from the New Jersey vacations, I also liked Punta Cana mainly for the screenshot that Alex posted in our comment section on Facebook of of Kathy uh, Bukiele making a little cuckoo face. Just, cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. Was that unattended? Was that the season of like you yeah. after children unattended? Yes, yeah. unattended. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Unattended <laughs> at baptism. Oh my god, unattended. I can't wait to see why Kathy and Rosie are the cancer. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to that fight, even yeah. more than the Jacqueline fight. Yeah. Um, Italy was like, it was like two sisters, Jacqueline and Teresa, that's when yeah. they like got drunk together and like rode the elevators and the cruise ship. And then also Caroline was very Olive Garden in Italy, like she did not, like she, like the, When you're there, you're family? No, 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 <laughs> like the other women like were really embracing Italy um. and like Caroline was like not really feeling her roots, I guess. Oh yeah, but also... They made Caroline take care of the Judice kids. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so let's let's go to Atlanta. Okay. Uh, so we have Cape Town, Anguilla, Puerto Rico, Savannah. And they also went to Jamaica, too. That was when... To was past season, maybe? Yeah, they visited, like, Peter's hometown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. might have renewed their vows. No, they shot a commercial shoot that Kim Fields mm-hmm. directed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was that when Tammy... What was the one when they Tammy were in, got, like, hit? They were in Miami. That was the same oh. season. Yeah. They were in a weird, like, shack in Miami. Well, not a shack. It was, like, a really nice house in Miami. Um, yeah. What was the season where uh, the infamous Sheree and Marlo... Cape Town. That was Cape Town. Happened. And that was... Talls versus Smalls, that was the best. And that was also where uh, Candy and uh, Todd fell in love. Oh, yeah. Because he was working production oh. that season, and they like were pushed together by Phaedra during the Africa trip. See, Talls versus Smalls worked in a way that Blondes versus Brunettes in New York did not. Work. Yeah. We'll get to them later, because we have a lot about New York. Yeah. Oh, my... Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't... Like... Atlanta trips are always very good. There's not, like, a bad Atlanta trip, but there's not, like... And then Anguilla, or was it Puerto Rico, or was Gone with the Way Fabulous? I think that was Anguilla. Anguilla. Because Puerto Rico was when they went down for, like, that FOH was filming 
or debuting like a song oh, and doing that a concert. That was when Claudia Jordan like destroyed oh, Mimi's yeah. entire oh, existence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah, so that was Puerto Rico. Um, and Gwyllam was gone with the one fabulous. I, like, the Claudia Jordan season, I'm not as into. Oh, yeah, you were barely other, watching. Yeah, I was yeah. barely watching that one. I think I tuned out and then I tuned back in when Claudia Jordan just like beat Nene. No one tried. I loved it. Worse yeah. than that. But and then. Savannah was the Underground Railroad. <laughs> oh, God. Is Portia's most iconic embarrassment that I want to talk about. It's when Portia thought that the Underground Railroad was an actual she asked railroad. Where, she asked where the train tracks were. Yeah. Which apparently in Oprah's, Oprah's book club's new selection called the Underground Railroad, it's like a historical book, but also fictionalized. And like part of the fictional portion is there actually being an Underground Railroad. I'm glad that uh, we Oprah's Portia prophesied this. That makes sense. Yeah, you know, like it's it's kind of like when she feels like it's not like all right this month like we're reading this like uh-huh. like Oprah like a book will speak to her and then she'll like make it sell millions and millions of copies. I really like Gail King, um, but back to Real Housewives. The best yeah. thing about Atlanta Housewives at the vacations is that they always find a way to put them in some sort of fishnet bathing. Yeah, suit. they love a but, fishnet. Yeah, it's the best part. Phaedra loves one Phaedra of those. Phaedra and now Portia. Now that Portia is free, Portia loves yeah. a fishnet bathing suit. Remember how Portia started as like the nice, innocent girl? She didn't want to go to like a strip club. Yeah. yeah. I like I like her arc. Um, so let's do Beverly Hills before we get to New York. Okay. So they've been on a bunch of trips actually. Amsterdam, Las Vegas, Dubai, Colorado, Palm Springs, and Paris. Okay. They've been to Vegas like multiple times. Oh yeah, because... Because uh, it was Malouf. season season one was Pandy's bachelorette party, and then season two was that's the point Yolanda where Camille yelled at Yolanda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why didn't you talk about Sacramento? When <laughs> are you talking about? They go to Sacramento like occasionally. It, well, that wasn't uh, a full Housewives <laughs> trip. That was just Maloof because they owned a, a Sacramento basketball team and Kim Richards, who was in oh, the, yeah, the yeah. midst of her addiction. Well, they went season one all together, and they went to a game, and then Brandy went with by her with Yolanda one time. Oh, because Brandy's from there. Yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to give Sacramento a shout yeah. out. My favorite uh, Beverly Hills moments, I think, are the. Beast? How dare you? In Amsterdam. In Amsterdam. And Taylor's in a suitcase in Colorado. Yeah, Taylor in a suitcase. Yeah, Dubai but sucked. Dubai was really bad. It was It was a bore. Dubai was one of the worst vacations of all time, I would say. I mean, like, the it was extravagant, and, like, it looked okay. like it was, like, nice to be there. Like, I could watch, like, the Sex and the City 3 movie if I wanted to see that They nonsense. only made two movies. What's crazy? Oh, <laughs> They might make a third someday. Yeah. What's crazy though is if I and I know you don't support this again in this home, but if you want to watch a Dubai trip that's really great, the Melbourne Dubai trip this season they do every single activity that Beverly Hills does, but it's awesome and amazing. Wait, they were there at the same time. They were yeah. there at the same. You can read a some the Beverly Hills girls bullied the Melbourne yeah, girls because they weren't like the Melbourne girls wanted to be friends with them, and the Beverly Hills girls were like, "Stay away, you're creepy stuff." Because they're not canon. But they did. They did the same sort of like campfire thing in the desert. They did a camel. They did the same. Yeah, they did the same like. All of the parts of it, but for some reason in Melbourne, it was perfect. I need there to be, like... How many seasons is Melbourne? This is the third. I think I, I could try it. I could do it. I just need there to be, like, a lull. I need, like, two main 
series to be on it in like the United States. Where can I watch it? Hulu? Um, no. Who, who even knows? You probably have to like. You can get it. You can get it on demand for at the. This, oh. cur- this current season you can get on demand. Bravo on demand. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we gotta start from the beginning. Yeah. We can't play back when. Well, All right. Southern Charm I started from the middle and I feel caught you, wa- you watched a whole episode and a half. <laughs> Southern Charm is a different beast, though. That's how I feel about Bachelorette. I feel like totally into it. You know, watched an episode and a half. <laughs> you know JoJo. You know her depths. Alright, so last. New York. We got Ma- Montana. We have two separate iconic trips to the Berkshires. We have St. Bart's, we have Morocco, we have Turks and Caicos, and of course, we have Scary Island. So we posed this question to like Facebook, and of course, everyone, I think everyone agrees in the world yeah. that the best housewife trip of all time... Well, we said who, which, which franchise has the best trips, and the poll that we ran on Twitter was overwhelmingly New York. Uh, New York. And the best trip is Scary Island. Yeah, there's really no competing that. The three episodes of of the yacht, Scary Islands, and then the aftermath and then of Jill showing up. It's like TV I could watch over and over and over again. And I have. Yeah, yeah. and I have. <laughs> it's hi, manicure pit. What's going on here, manicure pit? Manicure pit. Nice. nice. Um, I do want to say, you know, New York has. Well, all right. I'll preface this by saying we want to do like top five vacations and bottom five vacations but in our conversations the top five vacations would have all been new york <laughs> well i don't know if peachlon completely agrees well agreed, no but, but i i actually do agree with that because once i'm thinking about it like i just didn't want to fill a top five just with new york but you've got luann and the pirate you've got don't be cool is it don't be cool is or don't be uncool is a separate vacation from Luann and the Pirate. Yeah. Which is separate from Morocco where yes. Alex McCord crawled out of a cabinet. Oh my God, which is separate from Scary be. Island. And then there's your white trash, quite frankly. Yeah. Everyone is more perfect except for Montana, which I don't care for as much. I mean Montana Even was, Montana. Montana right? was the weakest one, but still good. I mean, Kristen threw I mean, Ramona threw the... No, that was the Berkshires. Oh, the Berkshires. The Berkshires, yeah. the Berkshires, the first Berkshires at Heather's oh, is yeah, when yeah. Ramona had a breakdown in the woods and needed to be airlifted out so she could go to Molly Sims' white party in the mm, Oh, yeah, because she imagined making mud cakes in the woods. <laughs> the cakes in the woods. Well, Montana had okay. uh, Heather wanting to do geocaching and no one wanted to do it and then she got pissed off oh, and at she I liked Montana and then I liked their outfits when they went to the um, rodeo and I liked uh, Carol dressing up like a bear and scaring everyone. Well, I liked Ramona hating every minute of every activity. Yeah, just to punish uh, yeah. Kristen. Yeah. She just kept screaming that it was poorly planned. <laughs> that, was, that was like Ramona's like year of being very Vicky Gunvalson. Yeah, somebody yeah. has to plan this. Somebody has to be yeah. the hostess. But okay. I, I'm going to go out on a limb okay. and say after Scary Island, my favorite vacation was Berkshire's to Dorinda, Dorinda's house. I see that. Because I've watched those three episodes a few times already, and it's like, it gives me the same feeling as Scary Island. That That is the next best, like, cure episode. Well, it's three episodes. Well, Scary Island, those three, and then then, the the central, like, Dorinda Berkshire's episode. The one with all the timestamps. Yeah. Well, there's, like, three of them had timestamps. It started, like, the first episode started with timestamps. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. 
Interesting. Same parts was Aviva, right? Yeah. Yeah. The only big White issue Aviva came yeah. to. White Trash, also Luann and the Pirate. Yes, that was and all same parts. Sonya and the Pirate. And Sonya and the Pirate. And, yeah. And, and the calm down to Xanax, like... Yeah. Then Ramona and Sonya googling what White Trash meant yes. that next morning on the iPad. Everything was good. Yeah. Morocco predicted the end of Ramona's marriage. Oh my god. God. That's psychic. You know, I went back. I w- did a deep dive in Brad, Jill Zarin's gay friends, and uh, Twitter today. And I saw like, you retweeting <laughs> that. It was, it was uh, tricky. There's like all these. There's all these tweets between him and Jill about like, oh, great seeing you in Morocco, and like all that. Because it was like he presented it as it as if it was like his home, but it was a hotel or a bed and breakfast yeah. that they his bar in. And the snakes, and just like everything. Luann uh, translating the medium while like 20, two liter bottles of Diet Coke sat in the background. Mm-hmm. Everything was perfect. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much it for the vacations. We want everyone else to leave their comments on their favorite vacation memories. Wait, I have one more question. Oh, okay. What would you. We're in Miami now. Yeah. It looks like it's like a crazy episode. Where would you like place it among New York? I mean, we're already two episodes in to this vacation. And I would say it's better than Montana. But I wouldn't. And then probably better than Berkshire's one. Uh, But besides that, I think all the other vacations are better. I don't know. I think it's hard because there was such a break between Berkshire's and now where they were figuring out where they were going on vacation. I feel like production was scrambling to like book something Mm -hmm. um, that if when we look back on it generations from now, we, I think that this is really good. These past couple of episodes have been actually good. And it might be... Sometimes you need distance from it to really appreciate it. To me, it might be below like right below Morocco, which for me might be a number four. It still has the potential to get up to, like, number four for New York. Uh-huh. Yeah. One more question. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. We talked a little bit about, like, is it a death sentence for a housewife not to go on the vacation? Well, yeah. Aviva was de-appled for several episodes when she didn't go on vacation. They, when they removed Aviva that from the, the opening. That was the crazy... Like, it's unprecedented... And d- doesn't even make sense because I think it was last season. Like, Luann wasn't in the first two episodes. Well, what they, what they did apparently because New York was having such like ratings problems at that time. Yeah. They redid their contracts before the beginning. So yeah. instead of being contracted for the entire season, you were contracted for like four episode blocks at a time uh-huh. and because Aviva was gone for like four episodes they straight up like oh, wow. she was not contracted for that period of time. Wow. They yanked her from the credits and didn't check in with her. Also Aviva sucked. Well that season she really But there that season she became too aware of being a real housewife and wanted to like do shit yeah. just for drama. I feel like you have to at least show up like partially. You have to show up yeah, for show a up day. Late, show up late. Early. Yeah. I, I will say, watching New York this episode, these are the only women who let themselves, like, really let loose while they're filming, I feel like. I think they're also, like, more than any other franchise, the New York women are so different when they're on vacation versus, like, 
when yeah. they're in their natural habitat. They all want to like slut it up and yeah. drink and get very drunk. Yeah. And I love that. And I love that. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, I mean, Vicky whoops it up, but like she's still Vicky. Yeah. Like these women are almost like different people when they're on vacation. I don't know why I just have the picture of Vicky like. Won't it be sad when one of us dies? <laughs> and, like the blank face. Oh my god! It's like her like makeup's sweat. running sort of, and like it's like <laughs> sweaty in the jungle. Oh, and the look they all camera—it's just the best. All right, Brendan, who's our freak of the week? <laughs> Wait, I totally. Oh, Wendy Williams. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I forgot briefly. So, okay, so Wendy why Williams. Is our freak? So, if everyone remembers, a few weeks ago, Wendy Williams said something like sort of outrageous about like historically black colleges and like wondered why there weren't historically white colleges. And, and if there's not historically white colleges, why are there are historically black colleges in existence. Yeah, and it just was like a really big mess. It she got like criticized to hell and back. Yeah, she lost. Lost sponsors. She like brought on. She brought Roland Martin onto her show to, like, sort of try to smooth stuff over because he had been one of her like biggest critics. So it turns out, after they had their rap party as a show, the Wendy Williams show, they all went out. They like go to a bar or whatever and have drinks. The next day, she fired three of her staffers over it. Yeah, including one of her quote Jason's which is like they're if you watch the show when she's doing hot topics there are these two guys named Jason who sit over to the side and they sometimes bring a camera on them because they're like part of her hot topics team who helps her like decide what to talk about so yeah she placed the blame on them and she's moving on I just can't believe she fired one of her Jason's and I wonder if she fired Suzanne but it's also like she said she said this like they didn't make her say this. Exactly. It's crazy. So she's being a little freakish. These four people lost their jobs. Um, and I'm sure she's still... She's, like, contracted for, like, well into the future, I want to say. Really? I think she's going to, like, 2020. Yeah. Uh, I, her, her show's really popular because she talks about, like, all these things that people want to hear about. And she's not... She doesn't really censor herself at all. Yeah. Which, like, she comes across as a ding-dong-bing-bong a lot of the time, but... Yeah. still a loon. Yeah. But she is a unique voice in the daytime options, I guess. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, speaking of unique voices in their <laughs> realm, our one true queen this week is Angela Rye. So you might have caught her uh, last week when she was uh, part of a panel discussing like Trump's comments or something while the Democratic National Convention was still going on, and like someone's like reading his comments and she's like rolling her eyes, like like making all these faces. She catches herself in that she's being filmed and then just continues to make faces anyway. It was funny, whatever. So then. She went head-to-head on CNN against Corey Lewandowski, um, Trump's Trump's former campaign manager. Campaign manager, yeah. Uh, And it was all over the fact that, like, Obama never released his Harvard transcripts or proving that he went to Harvard. And she was saying, like, oh, like, where's Trump's 
tax returns, and then like punctuated her lengthy like rebuttal with a boy by to. Uh, well, well, she was she. What had happened was she was the one who sort of like brought up the the Obama college transcripts to like make a point about how ridiculous it is how Donald Trump has treated Obama. Yeah, yeah. And then she made a point and they were going back and forth and then Corey again said like where are the transcripts? Yeah. And she said I'm going to Beyonce you boy bye. Yeah. Or something like that. And that and like she's been all over the news. She is the one true pundit of this election cycle. I and think I think queen. Jezebel said Christina Rai is the only... Angela. Angela. <laughs> yeah, I was I just, a swing and a mess. I had no idea what her name was, so I just went for it. Swing and a mess. They said she's the only pundit that you should like. Yes. And we like her. Uh, so I think that's it for this week. Yep. Uh, we want to thank Shlarm for being our guest again this week and bringing... Thank you. Two delicious bottles of... Barton Gustier. Pichlarm, where can we find you on um, the World Wide Web? Yeah. At Pichlarm. On Twitter, yes. Yeah. <laughs> people, maybe. P S C H L A R M. Yeah, don't sleep on him, fam. Please. Um, so make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. Also, please, 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 please follow us on <laughs> Twitter.com and Facebook. Love him, love him. Please little, retweet. That sounds a little desperate. Um, we're, we're very desperate. Yeah, you can always email us at comethroughqueen.com. Uh, not that, you can find us at comethroughqueen.com or email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. If you have like a lengthy scoop, we'll read it on the air. Or you can be anonymous if you need to. Um, so, Brendan, where can we find you online? Um, I'm at not Brendan. N-O-T-B-R-E-N-D-A-N on both Twitter.com and Snapchat. Yeah. Um, what, what about you, Danny? I'm at IDKIDK on Twitter, and I, I started snapping things again this past weekend. And it since, was scary. Since I'm going to be on vacation <laughs> next week, I just might be in the snapping mood. So you could find me, I believe my Snapchat name is Relentlessly on Snapchat. So if find not, me there. Who, knows? who knows? Maybe you'll find some other. You might get there. some. You might get some. <laughs> just a reminder: we'll we'll be off next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll be off next week. The following week, Thank Brendan you. will be on vacation as well, so it'll be me and a special guest. Who's it gonna be? And we'll I'm, see. I'm gonna. I'll send a little note from my vacation because my family will all be watching Real Housewives together. Oh that's yeah. What we do. Can you do like a? Do a recorded video of you and your mother, like, after you've watched uh, New Jersey with, like, your thoughts. Okay. Yeah, that'd be beautiful. Also, I'll have my, all my aunts and my cousins. That sounds like too much noise. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. See you next week. Or two weeks from now. Or two weeks from now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.